This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, so let's stick to our own wheelhouse and our own lane and talk a little betting on baseball. One thing that I feel like at least a little confident in. Uh, Let's start Mm -hmm. with the Dodgers and the Orioles. We have this game is basically a pick them on each side. Total of nine runs, and we have two young guns starting for each of these teams. Emmett Sheehan going for the Dodgers. He's 2-0 and with a 4-3-5 ERA, and his start for the Dodgers has been pretty good, with the exception of last start against the Pirates, gave up five earned runs and just three and two-thirds. And then on the other hand, Grayson Rodriguez is a bit of a mystery because he is the top pr- pitching prospect for the Orioles, came into the majors with a ton of hype, but it just hasn't be- been there. So every time I see Grayson Rodriguez, I know that the potential is definitely there, but trying to back him with numbers and stats is kind of a difficult job to do. So I'm not going to. I know the money is headed the other direction, but I'm going to look at the over nine. Uh, We're seeing a lot of money come in on the under, and I guess it's banking on maybe Grayson Rodriguez finding something as he went back to the minors. Mm -hmm. But still, I think you look at these two offenses – Two red-hot offenses. We know the Orioles can mash. We know the Dodgers have one of the best lineups in baseball, at least at the top part with Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, J.D. Martinez. Uh, Jinx, what's your angle here? Are you following the num- the money on a total, or are you picking a side? I don't like the slate today. Here's the thing. I'm, I'm with you in that I when I first saw this, I thought, oh, dude, I am fading. Grayson Rodriguez in a big way. And now I see that the Orioles are getting the money and the under is, this makes no sense to me because I was at the game where Grayson Rodriguez gave up eight runs to the Yankees back on May 26th. And he just got absolutely destroyed. And then he was demoted to AAA after that. And at home this season, Chelsea, at home, he has an area of 9.55. He's been awful at Camden Yards. Now, if you want to say, well, I'll tell you why the money is coming on the Orioles. When he went back down to AAA, and remember, this is the Orioles' number one pitching prospect. He was an absolute animal. Had an ERA of 1.69 and struck out batters more than 36% of the time. I see a lot of people on his strikeout prop over 4.5, which is minus 150 at BetMGM. Maybe that's the bet you go with because the guy has great stuff. He can strike out, guys, but I don't feel comfortable betting him coming back to the majors after having an ERA around 10 at home against this Dodgers lineup. So I would go Dodgers first five money line because it's so cheap at minus 105. But this is going to be a no play for me because this game's kind of all over the place. Right, because the X factor is Grayson Rodriguez. We're not sure what we're going to get from him. However, I would lean this way. If you think Grayson Rodriguez is due for a bounce back, I wouldn't fault you. But do you really think this Dodgers lineup is the time to bank on a bounce back, especially with a young pitcher who has really struggled with command? Look at the Dodgers. They have the second highest walk rate in all of baseball. So this lineup is extremely patient. So if you have any kind of command issues, I think they are going to punish you for said control problem. So I'm going to stay away, but I would lean towards the over there. Let's go to Cincinnati where we have the Reds and the Giants squaring off. The Giants, pretty big favorites here, although it has ticked down 
Open at minus 160 last night. It's down to minus 155. Cincinnati plus 130, total of nine and a half runs. Logan Webb has been in the circle of trust for us as a starting pitcher, having a great season, eight and seven with a 314 ERA. I will say he is much better at home, but still overall a very trustworthy pitcher. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. we have Brandon Williamson going for Cincinnati, one and two with a 521 ERA. So if you just look at the starting pitchers, I think you would lean towards the Giants. But I think at this price, I don't think I'm willing to lay it against a Reds team that's red hot. So, Jenks, do you have a better feel on this one? I'm with you on following Logan Webb. I like Giants' first five run line, minus 130. I wanted it on the money line. It's too expensive. It's minus 185. I'm not crazy about this, but Logan Webb has proven to be one of the more consistent and reliable players that we've been able to bank on and get behind and brandon williamson has been good lately but he was awful at the triple a level so i'm stunned that he's actually been pretty good but he also has an era over five at home and the reds bats have cooled down a touch i'd go giants first five run line minus 130 and back web in this spot and then maybe you can win both if you like the reds because i certainly understand the idea it's hard to fade the reds because they can go off at any time That's the problem for me is that maybe I would like the Giants here, but I don't like that price because I think if you think the Reds even have a shot, like you maybe take a chance on the big plus money. But again, Logan Webb is in the circle of trust. So I'm not sure if I want to fade him either. So uh, not going to be a play for me. And that's probably going to be a theme today. Let's go to St. Louis. Cardinals and Marlins squaring off. Miami even money. St. Louis minus 120. And I think the crazy thing about this one is that the team that you would expect to have a good record, uh, it's not the Cardinals. They're 40 and 53 entering this game. Meanwhile, the Marlins come in at 40 th- or 53 and 42. So not a St. Louis team that's been good as favorites this year. 22 and 29 when favored on the money line. Meanwhile, as underdogs, it's not like Miami's been great, but at plus money, you would be a touch profitable maybe at 22 and 27. So, Jenks, what's the play here? Do we have a stronger feeling on Cardinals-Marlins? Of course not. Of course <laughs> not. I, I like the Marlins. I like the Marlins here. I like Jesus Lazardo. Miles Michaelis has been better recently, has given up no earned runs in his past 10 innings, but he's been the more inconsistent starter, worse at home than on the road. ERA of 5.01 when pitching in front of the home crowd. And Lazardo has just been the better pitcher. He's allowed four earned runs total in his last 31 and two-thirds innings pitched. If you're looking for some value here, I think it's a good value spot for Miami. So I'll take the Marlins money line. I think the Marlins either straight up for even money, or if you can get a decent price on the Marlins on the run line, maybe that's one way to go mm-hmm. because that's a trend we saw early in the season. This Marlins team started 12-0 and in one-run games, which I guess you could look at it as, hey, they're probably due some, for some regression in those games. But if you're playing the run line, it does not matter because they can lose by one and you still win your bet. And looking at the Cardinals against the run line at home this year have been dreadful. 18-27 and 27 when covering the run line. So I would need to see a price on this. But still, I think if you can... Um, oh, it's minus 200. Never mind. Uh, price is not good for this one, but that's the trend to follow <laughs> when talking about the Cardinals. So for that price, I think you just go with the Marlins straight up at even money. Cardinals have not been trustworthy as favorites. So how about Cleveland? 
Do you think they're trustworthy favorites here? Cleveland minus 135 against the Pirates. Pirates plus 115. We've got a total of nine and a half runs. And Jenks, when I saw the starting pitcher matchup, I'm somebody who's pretty well-versed in baseball, but I had to do a double take. I said, am I being pranked? Why do I not know either of these starting pitchers? Because it's Xavion Curry against Quinn Priester. And so I had to do some looking up. I'll say this about Xavion Curry. He's started off pretty well, 3-0 and mm-hmm. with a 3.04 ERA. And the thing about Cleveland is they have a ton of good young arms in the rotation that have kind of been forced to the majors because of injuries. Shane Bieber on the injured list. Um, Tristan McKenzie has been living on the injured list as well. So maybe he deserves some credit there. But Quinn Priester, on the other hand, making his major league debut. Um, so when you see Curry, who's going to be an opener for the Guardians, and you have somebody making their major league debut – it feels like a lot of unknowns in this game. And for that reason, I'm out, as they say on Shark Tank. Is there anything you can take away from like some of the puzzle pieces here? No, not really. I did do a little bit of research on Quinn Priester, and I just wanted to get a feel for what type of pitcher he is, because like you, I had no idea who he was. And he is Pittsburgh's fourth best overall prospect. Seven and three, four point three one ERA this season in AAA. Best pitch is a curve. He's added a slider to the mix. I, I, I'm going under here because of a couple reasons. First of all, is I think Priester. I, I, I'm not a big fan of betting on guys making the jump to the majors. You never know how that's going to go first time out. But the Guardians aren't a great hitting team. We know that Priester has been consistent enough. I think he can have some success. The Guardians do have an exceptional pin. We know that. So this is going to be a bullpen game for them. I think when you take a pretty good youngster and a strong bullpen on the other side of two teams that don't really hit well, this is nine and a half. It seems too high to me. I'll go under. Uh, I would think so too. But again, I don't know if I want to trust some of these young guns where we just don't have a sample size. And it's really difficult to make your major league debut. But if anybody has a great matchup here, it's against two of these terrible offenses because Pittsburgh, their numbers are even better because – They had a great start to the year, but over the past month or so, this is a team that's kind of hit a wall. I guess over, um, you know, the the past two months, you should say, because since the start of June, this team ranks second to last in OPS. So if there's ever a good spot for somebody, even as a opener, an opener, I should say, to have a little bit of success here, it's probably against the Pirates. And I will say when you're making your major lead debut, at least nobody's seen you. They don't know what you're throwing. You'll get that edge over that lineup. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.